0: Hey, Welcome back, another day, another vlog. Good to have you all back on this Wednesday evening, for us anyway, wherever you are. Thanks for stopping by on the podcast or on the Tube or on Facebook, uh, much appreciated. Or even if you've come over from Instagram, that's very cool. What's happening, i uh, going to try and quickly get in it. There's a fair bit, want to get under that 30-minute record time. <laughs> um, just a quick one, uh, currently... If you're a photographer, you've heard of Loom Cube. Um, They were kind enough to put one of my photos from the Bells Rapid shoot last week, uh, up for voting for Photo of the Week, which is a huge honor to me. So thank you to Loom Cube, very, very cool. Very chuffed about that, just getting put in there with those amazing photographers and uh, just awesome, creative people. Very, very chuffed and that's enough of an honor. But if you do want to go and hook a brother up and vote for us, vote D. D I think is my photo. Uh, you can go through the Loom Cube. It'll be the today's uh, post, I think it is. Uh, every week they do it. They put up, I think it's like five or six creators and uh, artists and put their stuff up for people to vote, and they can win some prizes. So that'd be pretty cool. If you can shoot across and hook us up, go check out Loom Cube. And yes, they do do fantastic gear. If you're looking for some lighting, definitely go hook them up. They've uh, got some top quality stuff. Righto, obviously back at work first night. I've just finished unpacking my room again after getting forced to pack up. And then no one even come and use the room. So it was a total waste of time. Wicked. Uh, but we're done and dusted. We're back in. Give me a chance, I guess, good positives. Give me a chance to sort of set it up a little bit better. i have got me all my Legion energy here. Uh, so that's cool, that'll keep me going for me edits, all me camera stuff, I've sort of done a thing, got me, me lollies, me little treat, <laughs> uh, my one, oh, well I think it's my last addiction I've got left in life, we've all got addictions, uh, lollies have been mine since a kid, <laughs> nothing we're going to do about it unfortunately, I cannot help myself. <laughs> um, rightio, so that's pretty much it, back on site, back to I guess normal for us. Uh, as it is and uh, let's get into it big day obviously the Apple event um, no phones the iPhone 12 didn't come today there was a rumors coming in and out you don't know what to believe the last few days obviously it didn't happen so today was iPhone six no sorry not iPhone six I watch six series six uh, I watch no, I watch se. And also an iPad Air and a new a new iPad Air and a new iPad. So we're going to run through that stuff uh, and what my thoughts on it and what they've done and let's just get into it. Right, So we'll start with the Series Six watch. So it was probably the big, probably one of the two one of the two big sellers. Uh, what they were really pushing today. It is realistically, it's got the on all the time face features, it's waterproof, it's got all the standard stuff. The only two actual new features in it that I could see was this oxygen health sensor, which I heard on the radio on the way home, was is actually not allowed in Australia anyway because it hasn't been passed by a medical board. So that's a total waste of disaster for us. So don't, if you're gonna buy it just for that, don't buy the Australian version uh, in Australia, you'll need to buy the buy buyer from overseas so you can get that use of that tech. Um, and I don't really think it's worth paying an extra, what was it? Oh, 749 so it's 599 so it's 749 bucks for that one for the top of the range. You can go the SE, which is a hell of a lot better. That's at 500 bucks. so another 250 bucks for an oxygen center and for the screen to stay on. It's a 44 millimeter screen, and basically, and that's realistically, that's all it was. It's got a new S6 chip, which to people buying the watch is pretty much gonna mean nothing. I think many times I've said to you, I've had the Series 1 Apple Watch since they come out, and I thought it was a great idea because it was good for me for changing time zones when I was traveling from Queensland to Perth, uh, visiting my, going back home to my wife, so it was a lot easier when you land, it automatically changed times. And when I traveled overseas, automatically changed times for the time zones. You didn't have to constantly change it like I do with the G-Shock. Even though the G-Shock still running a treat and awesome, they just, whatever reason, won't make a friggin' music player in a G-Shock. Otherwise I'd definitely be out of the Apple Watch system. But look, the Apple Series 6, the S-Chick is 20% faster, uh, to, Uh, 0.5 times brighter screen so it's got a brighter screen on it it comes with an ultimator which to 99% of people is going to mean absolutely jack squat to me it's sort of I guess handy when I'm going hiking up a hill I can see how high I went but like it's really it's only for like fitness addicts um, and professionals that need to know that that'll be handy for so that's really not a big selling point Colors are good. They've got some really nice colors. The red and the blue look really, really nice. The product red now in the watch, that was really cool. Um, and they've got a f- uh, new faces, which is pretty standard every year. Nothing really out of ordinary. Um, pretty much stock standard watch stuff. And a new couple of bands. So they've got a no latch band. So it's like just like a rubber elastic band. Time will tell how long that elastic lasts when you're pulling it on and off. Um, Realistically, you probably shouldn't have to because it's waterproof and all that sort of stuff. So be those rare occasions when you're doing something maybe dirty or sports or something where you have to pull it off. So maybe not too bad. That looked good. There's two of those. There's a plain one and then there's a woven one. They're actually pretty expensive. They were it's $70 for the base rubber watch and then a hundred and forty, I think I had down $140. Yeah, I think it's like 140 bucks just for the woven one. And that actually looked really nice, a nice band. It's, again, elastic, no latches or anything. Looked good, but 150 bucks for a recycled rubber band. is pretty exy, pretty standard Apple sort of pricing. They pulled the old environmentally friendly crap. Uh, yeah, that's still 150 bucks that people, a lot of people don't have. Chuck that on top of the watch. You're looking at at least... 800 to $900 just for the watch and you're really not getting much benefit over the series 5 So if you got a series 5 even a series 4 Then I wouldn't even worry about updating uh, if you've got a series 3 Which is my old one that Jack smashed that's probably it's probably not a bad thing because you do have the always-on display That's about the only other benefit. You're going to get out of it now on the flip side they did the bring out the se which is pretty cool the se is that same form factor, it's got the 44 millimeters, it's got the all the new architecture, it doesn't have the S6 chip, it has an S5 chip, which I'm assuming is Series 5, the computer stuff. That's only 500 bucks, so you're gonna save yourself 250 bucks straight away, just by the screen not turning on and off. Uh, the com- stuff, unless you're a heavy, heavy app user on your phone, on your watch, which I not only ever use the music and the times, and that's about it. It's I think that'll be fine. The SE, if you're looking for just get into that thing, if you want to buy a brand new one, 500 bucks is a pretty good deal. That's for the cellular. That's 429 if you just want the Wi-Fi one, which goes to your phone, which is probably really all you need anyway. The cellular, you don't forget in Australia, you got to pay an extra five bucks a month on your bill for Telstra just to be able to get the one special nut phone number that's attached to that watch so you can use it, and it's pretty much useless anyway. So I'd uh, just uh, stick to the base one, the 429 Wi-Fi, 429 bucks for a brand new watch with all the latest, basically the latest features, body, the whole works, glass, everything else, probably cool. And that way you can chuck on a decent band, that $140, $50 band, and you're around the 550, 560 mark. So that's not too bad, I guess. Other things to do with the Apple Watch was family setup and that's a new system where they, uh, you can if you, for whatever reason, want to spend $600 on a watch for your kid. Uh, I never had a $600 watch as a kid. Um, when I was a late, early, mid, late teenager, I had a really nice watch and I lost it. I didn't buy another nice watch after that. I've always just went uh, cheap $50, $100 G-Shocks and it's... As a kid, you should be telling time. I don't think you need apps. But the good thing about it is, I guess, and for those hypochondriacs out there that freak out and stress crazily about their kids, um, it'll let you track your kid, (laughs) which is just just insane. Um, If you don't know where they are and that, I think there's other issues involved. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Jack won't be getting one of them until he can pay for his own. (laughs) I guarantee you that. But, uh, and that's about it. Like, it wasn't a real super exciting. The colors were nice. There's a couple of new bands, some watches. Really, it was just basically a, a chip update. And that's about it. Um, and this heart, they went on and on about this friggin' blood oxygen sensor. And wow, like, unless you like got health issues and you need one, yeah, fantastic. But then, uh, like, 99% of the people aren't going to use them. Again, unless they're professionals or got health issues. And then the rest of us couldn't, like, it's just a gimmick. It's just, yeah, not worth the extra 250 bucks by no means. So that's basically the watches. Now, they're also, part of the watch system is obviously fitness stuff, the closer rings and all that thing. And that's probably a lot of users out there use that. So Apple's brought out a new, basically a new app and a new system, Apple Fitness. Works with the watch, so you can watch it on any device, your phone, your iPad, your IT, Apple TV, and it'll sync with the watch. So I thought that was actually pretty clever, even though it was basically just another app by them. Uh, it'll come with 10 workouts started, it up, updates weekly, integrates with Apple Music. It's 80 bucks US a year, so about 110, 120 bucks Australian or 10 bucks a month so definitely better to buy the annual if you're going to do it comes with three months three if you buy a watch so you can trial it for three months which is probably a really good thing you can get three months of actually seeing if you're actually going to use it and do all the stuff at home and it didn't look too bad basically you can set up everything on your watch uh have the these uh, fitness instructions on there ready to do your thing and when you press go on the watch it'll start the recording of the training session and it'll sync you in. It'll have your heart, heartbeat and all your stuff up on the screen that you're watching, whatever you're watching it on, it'll be up there so you can watch that. That'll be getting the info from the watch uh, so you don't have to take your eyes off what, what you're doing, which I think is a really good idea. Um, and anything that sort of helps with the fitness side, it's got yoga and all sorts of different stuff and I think they're really looking at expanding that and making a big system. Now, part of that is the fact that they want to do it with this new Apple One system, which is basically a, a full, full-blown Apple subscription. Uh, no ways about it. Um, and there's a couple of there's three different tiers. Basically, it comes with iCloud, so your storage, um, music, TV Plus, arcade, news, and fitness. Now, on the you can get an individual one, which is 15 US a month, so that's probably around the 20. $20 Australian a month, you'll get 50 gigabytes of storage, which is pretty much useless. Uh, it's 20, 20, man, 50 gig. Uh, that's like two videos. That's really not much storage at all. Family costs you 20 bucks US, so about 30 Australian, and you'll get 200 gigabyte. That's pr- pr- for a standard user. I'd say that's probably about fair for, if you got a heap of photos. Uh, my 15,000 photos I've got, all backed up and on here, on even iPhotos would just would blow that out. I think I'm well over a terabyte just of photos, so I can't even use that iCloud stuff at the moment. And then they've got a premium one now. The individual and family only come with iCloud Music, TV Plus, and Arcade. They don't come with the News app, which includes magazines as well, and the fit this new fitness program one. Uh, If you go the premium that adds those in, that's 30 bucks US a month. So that's obviously the one they're really pushing for. That will give you two terabytes of storage. So it it, it all depends on what you're using. If there's no way I'll use the news apps, Uh, the cloud I'm interested in, the music I'm interested in, the TV plus I'm interested in, the three, the arcade. If you've got kids that might be good. Uh, Teenagers that'll be pretty cool. Um, And if you're gonna use the fitness, well then you're probably gonna get some decent value Anyone can use it in your family. Obviously, you must get some password. Uh, and then two terabytes, that's that's not a bad deal. You can probably store, like I'm probably in excess for a lot of my photos, but you can probably store a damn, damn, amount, damn lot of your photos on there for two terabytes. It'll have them constantly backed up uh, or files or stuff you want to do or get the kids to have stuff stored up there or whatever. So that's probably not a bad deal, 30 bucks. But then again, you need to be using that stuff i think it's 10 bucks a month for for music 10 bucks for tv and the cloud and then 10 bucks for the arcade so if you're already using all those three that 30 dollars, which will be about 40 odd bucks is probably not bad it's another 10 15 and you get a full system and it's all in there so that's pretty cool there is a trial period for that as well so you can test it out so that's that was a big push volume i this year that that full Apple ecosystem subscription, basically. They want you to have it all, and they want you to pay one price and just put everything into the system. So very interesting. So that's pretty much the Apple Watch stuff and and how all that ended up. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't really super exciting. There wasn't anything to just to blow your socks off. Um, yeah, the, the big seller for him was that a blood oxygen sensor, and again, I think that's purely health stuff, and 95% of people it wouldn't be any play in making a decision to buy a watch. You'd have to be crazy just buying a watch for that. That uh that's pretty weird. Anyways, <laughs> iPad-wise. Now there's two iPads. There was the normal iPad, the eighth generation of that, and the iPad Air, which is the fourth generation. Now the new iPad, um basically these two the iPad was just a bit of a beef up. Um it's an i12, I got the A12 Bionic. Uh, six core four, uh, CPU and the four core GPU. It's 40% faster than the last one and two times the GPA power. So that's not a bad deal. Um, that's going to be 700 bucks top of the range and 500 for the little one. Now it only come in two, I think it was 64 gig and 256 gig. So 64 gigs, just a waste of time. I wouldn't even worry about that. You're not going to store that much on there if you're going to use this heavily. Um, So the $700 is pretty much your base point to get in. So it's a lot of money. Um, It's obviously going to be fairly quick and uh, pretty switched on, but uh, it just all depends on what your needs are. So that doesn't look too bad. Now, the iPad Air 4 was probably the big one for them, actually, it was the only thing that sort of had any new things and new excitement to it. Uh, full re- rework, it's got the square edges, a nice display, it's got, I think, five five colors, a nice blue, and a nice, uh, I can't remember the other colors, but it was really nice. It's got the liquid retina display, whereas the normal iPad's only got the retina display. Well, this is a liquid retina, so a little bit better picture anti-reflective coating so that's pretty cool and true tone colors on it as well. Now the touch ID was a big thing for that one as well. So where the top power button is up on your normal iPads up here. Um well now it's now got a square because it sort of got that square bezel shape like the iPads. Now that's got there you've got a larger button and that's now your fingerprint sensor so no more is it down here which doesn't has never worked and is bloody atrocious that ring um (laughs) so yeah that's now up there and they're saying that that's probably going to be a bit of a eye drop into the future because most of them are going to start now going to that power button and there might even be something like that on the phone we have a power button plus a, a fingerprint sensor to get rid of the notch or You never know, but that's sort of what they've done. They've gone that. It didn't look too bad. I don't mind that. It didn't really give them too much more extra bezel space. It doesn't look like it's right to the edge like I thought would be the idea. Once you get rid of that, do that, but they didn't do that either, so that was a little bit weird. Uh, It's got the A14 Bionic, so that's the brand-new chip, the latest one. uh, That's better than the A12X from the iPad Pro released this year or updated this year. wasn't even really a release. Um, so that's gonna be really good. 40% faster and uh on the G- on the CPU and 30% uh, more power on the GPU, so that's got a heap of grunt into it. Uh the iPad Air, and that's that's I think that's the first, that's the iPad Air 2, so that's the fourth generation, so only two generations, it's pretty much gonna blitz that to pieces. And yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's got a fair bit of grunt for a little unit, it's a 10 point a 9-inch display, whereas the other iPads are 10.2, so a little bit bigger screen, uh, not much. Other good things on that, uh, it's now USB-C, so that's pretty cool, That's instead of the epoxy lightning, finally we're getting rid of the lightning, that's one good thing about that. Um, It's got a front-face camera, it's a 7 megapixel Mm f2.2, it'll do 1080 or 60 frames a second, and it's apparently got a lot better light uh, in it. So that's probably good for when we're doing stuff like this and you're FaceTiming and you're in a room or something, you get a little bit better. Um, I've got a big softbox up here just to give us enough light to use a, this wide lens. And it makes a big difference uh, having that built into the camera where you can handle that, such like the Sony a7S III, which is just amazing. You can be pitch back in here and you can see everything. It's just insane. Um, now it does do 240, the rear camera's 12 megapixel, uh, f1.8, so that'll be a lot better for low light. 4K 60 and 240 frames in 1080 as well, so that's pretty cool. Has a little bit of image stabilization in there, so that'll be interesting to see how that is, but I really don't know many people that buy an iPad for the camera, so I think that's a, just a, a basically a selling point. They've just thrown that into I guess, put the put some value into the unit. Um, you'd be, I can't imagine too many, you do see tourists running around with iPads taking photos and it just looks woeful. Um, but uh, even a phone would be a better quality. And the phones have got a lot better quality than the iPad, you'd be crazy. But what you've got, I guess you use, so go with it. Um, now, it's also Wi-Fi 6, so that was pretty cool. It's a beef up. The, the other base iPad is just still standard Wi-Fi 5, so there's, that's a big jump up there for the Wi-Fi, that'll be very cool. 20 watt charger, so that's that fast charger that's rumored for the iPhone 12, um, that's there, and it's got a P3 wide color gamut, so it's very, very cool. And there's five colors now in, the, in that. Now for the 64 gig, it is pretty expensive. I'll go for the prices, 64 gigabyte version, it's $900 Wi-Fi. $1,100 for the cellular version. Uh, for the 256 gig, which I would be looking as the base, 64 gigs, not really enough. Um, 256 gig, you're looking at a base price, $1,130 Australian to $1,330. So I don't think you really need a cellular because you can Bluetooth it to your phone. If you've got one SIM card, why do you need to have two to pay that extra $200? Just, just Bluetooth it and just sync it to your phone save yourself 200 bucks everyone's got a phone you've got the sim the data just use that one crazy uh so 1130 bucks for that new ipad so that's a lot of moolah um considering i guess it's probably not as much as because the laptops are so expensive now but 1100 bucks i think when this came out the ipad 2 was like uh 500 bucks or something so it's pretty much in two two uh generations doubled in price so that's pretty insane uh so it would wanna have the good specs and that's about it now there's as i said the solo loops that's the that's that one called and the braided solo loops 70 and 140 bucks so overall the it was obviously there was a lot of people disappointed there was no phones myself one of them that means if they're not out till October that means they're probably going to be November before the actual phones get out, there's no way in hell am I going to get a phone off Telstra before 2021 because normally they get released in September, they're out in October, and it'll get it mid to late January before we can actually get a brand new unit, even though you put your name down straight away. Uh, I would envisage that that's going to now be probably February, March before we'll be able to get a phone if you're going onto a plan, which is the cheapest way to do it. Uh so yeah a little bit disappointing in that I think they could have easily announced it and then we know if we wanted to buy it um at least then we could put the pre orders in they could get the pre orders up then so they a knew how many to make if they were uh, how many to ship to each country that would have been a smart thing surely they've got it all locked and loaded now uh to where it is another 4 weeks ain't going to decide what they're going to add in I would imagine uh, so in that regards, I was a little bit disappointed. I have to say I'm with the guys that wanted the phone out released today. I think just purely because I know how long it's going to take to get here anyway, and now we've just added another month. So, yeah. So 2021, we might see the iPhone 12 in Australia <laughs> or in, with me, uh, unless you've got the money to pay for it up front. So, so there you go. Now, the new Nikons, uh, Jared Polin, uh got his hands on, didn't get... Didn't get his hands on the units that Nikon hadn't released them as yet, but he got all the specs and confirmed specs on that and some prices. Um, the 50 mil, he was pretty impressed by both lens. That's the 50mm uh, 1.2 and the 14 to 24 uh 1. Oh, 2.8, I think it was 2.8. Um, he was pretty re- re- uh, impressed by the specs, and he talked to Nikon about it. And I think, as I said the other day, that 14 to 24, he was was super stoked. He said it's probably should have been out a year ago or two years ago because now they, and they don't really have the pro camera to suit this pro glass they've got out now. But that that was probably the big one. Now the 50 mil, the price is 2,100 US dollars, so that's 3,000 Australian. And then 2,400 US for the 14 to 24, which I think will be the big seller. That's gonna be a really nice lens. Uh, November release for those that's confirmed off Nikon through uh, Jared so that's pretty cool we've got the prices we know when they're coming out Um, and I'd say in the net he said hopefully in the next couple of weeks that he'll have actual proper images of them and everything and he'll be getting some units in once they get released so or some test units at least so they look they're gonna be great if you've got a Nikon and you got a Z camera say Z6 or z5 or the z50 uh well look you've got some amazing glass and that 14 to 24 is probably one you want to put your get your hands on that's going to be the one that's going to sell pretty quick and i think it's probably the best value for money the 50 mils are definitely sort of a pro specific use sort of thing it's i've got a 50 mil beautiful lens uh my pentax takuma eight blade and i i just don't use it as much as i used to because it's, it's that in-between, you've got to either get close or get back, where I prefer either a wide or a longer for my landscape stuff. So it's a little tricky sort of thing, but that 1424 sounds divine. Now, uh, TikTok has finally been saved. It's got its suitor, if you hadn't already heard. Uh, Oracle, which is a big software company, computers. Not really known to be out in the limelight. Um, they've come in and saved it the last sec. Everyone else sort of bailed or the talks fell apart. Just didn't really work for them. So Oracle's come in and now partnered up with TikTok to save them from getting booted out of the state. So all the TikTok users out there should feel a little bit comfortable sleeping tonight, knowing that their possible income streams are, are going to be saved and have a future. So very, very good news for all those concerned in that. Um, and yeah, look, Oracle... I think it's more of a little bit of a publicity image boost for them and to get their name out there a little bit more, which is probably not a bad thing. But they're more business-type software and, and high-level stuff, so it be interesting to see really why they need to be in there. But it's done and dusted, so that's very cool. And then last but not least, Instagram. After many, many years of saying they won't put links in, uh, you can't put a web link into anything, which is a pain in the butt. You've got to put it in the bio. You've got to constantly go and change it in the bio if you going to put it in the bio. Um, it makes it very tricky to sort of get people to come to your YouTube or your web page or anything like that. People don't like going in and out. They like to see the photo and if there's something there, they'll just go on a link if they want to go and look at buying something or go to check out someone. Why do you go into someone's bio, which is a pain because you click on that, then you go to their live, then you got to click in there again. It's a bit of a painful system, as we all know. Um, Well, there might be coming, Uh, fingers crossed, it might get across the line. Uh, Lou was talking a bit, Lou later was talking about this today. Um, But the funny thing is, (laughs) of course, Facebook never misses a chance uh, that you'll get a pop-up when you put your link in there, say website to 34media at Squarespace. Uh, It'll come up and say, when I put that in there, it'll say, do you want to use this link and make it active? Uh, it's going to cost you two bucks U.S. That's right. Every single time you put a shot up, if you want to put a link in there, it's going to cost you two bucks. So, yeah, for businesses, it's probably not a bad write-off. But for individuals like myself, uh, who pretty much make no money out of this uh, and just looking to promote our stuff to maybe eventually get something down the road, uh, and just treat this as enjoyable and and a little bit of fun and a little bit of uh, uh, creative. Expression, I guess it's uh, a lot of money. It's a, two bucks is pretty crazy, and then you got to constantly get it out. You have to have to do the PayPal to put money in there to constantly get taken out and all that stuff. So, yeah, really, uh, Facebook never, never misses a chance to get some cash out of you. Radio, that's it. We're gonna run out of time shortly, but uh, thanks for stopping by. It was a big show. There you go, Apple for September. So October, we're gonna get another event. We'll see you all then. So whether you're coming or going. I'll see you tomorrow, for Thursday's show. Peace.